Okay, we're on. Hello and welcome to our special edition, um, our first special edition of the Knowledge is Powder Olympic special podcast. We're going to be coming to you every single day, um, we hope, from uh, in the morning to give you a summary of the night before. Isn't that right, Ian? Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, from, yeah, catch up on the night before so you can you know, find out some of the things that went on maybe that weren't covered by the BBC. Well, uh, they've got some serious coverage here and we've got some serious competition there, but yeah, probably we are much <laughs> We are much better than um, Shemi Olcott and uh, whoever's on the BBC. Right, so here we are, day one. Ian, did you watch the opening ceremony? And can you give us a brief idea of what it was like? Yeah, well, I watched it because it was on in the afternoon. The timings actually worked out pretty well. And uh, yeah, you know, a lot of people with flags walking around in circles. Um you know, it was exciting, I guess, when the British came out. They sent them out in a strange order, something to do with the South Korean alphabet, I believe. Um, but, you know, it was, it was OK. Um, it was a whole hour of the actual athletes parading round. Um, it's just essentially a group of people taking selfies of themselves, really, I kind of thought. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a shame. But, you know, yeah. I was very impressed with the patience of the, uh, the Koreans that they managed to last so long before they put Gangnam Style on. And slightly disappointed that I didn't see any athletes uh, doing, doing the special dance. The special yeah, dance. the Sai dance. You must have done it. Uh, I can't say I have, although uh, I think Ed Balls, um, it's something to do with it, I'm not too sure. Um, there was lots of drums, it was good, I like drums, so you know, I was kind of happy with that. Um, but yeah, I think it's an essential thing, isn't it, the um, opening of the Olympic Games. You need, you, need, you need the ceremony to make it feel like the Olympics, but it's, it's fairly boring, it's like children in need. Um, you know, it's a great thing to have, but I don't necessarily yeah. want to watch okay. it. <laughs> Um, anything else you spotted uh, well there was this one it was very cold um, although you know, very cold by, relatively I mean it was like minus two or like that much if you're a skier doesn't seem that cold to me but um, we had the guy from Bermuda in his Bermuda shorts and he probably thought he'd stolen the show until uh, the chap from Tonga uh, turned up um, with his uh, uh, just in a grass skirt and his uh, top off waving a flag around oiled up um, which uh, he probably stole the show, I should think. So the only way to beat that is Graham Bell in some speedos. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. <laughs> um, while I was watching it, Ian, I've got some stats. I don't know if you're interested. I'm always. I like numbers. So Hit me with some. Stats. The entire game cost 12.9 billion. I did this myself because I was just drifting in and out of um, consciousness for some of the some of the um, opening ceremony. 12.9 billion pounds. So with 2,952 athletes, that works out as 4.5 million pounds per athlete. Or if you look at the global audience expected of the game, it's two and a half billion people are going to watch it. And that means it's five pounds 20 per viewer. Is that good value for money, Ian? I know we do. Uh, 5.20, I reckon I'll get 5.20 of, of value out of it. You know, it's, um, it's all free on the on the BBC, isn't it? The, the, it should be... Uh, should be in there. I did, I did see though. You talk about like cost a lot of money. That stadium where they had the opening ceremony. That, I think they're going to knock it down as soon as the uh, games are finished. And that cost forty-four million pounds. Which you know, I, why don't they just have a street parade? That's what they should do. Just have a street parade. Yeah. Or um, yeah. No, that could work. 
Good, right, we've solved that. Let's move on to some news. Um, first of all, it's the sad news of um, Katie Omerod, who um, is our female British um, snowboarder. She had stood a good chance of getting a medal, I think, but unfortunately, she went and um, fractured her wrist um, in first training, and then she went back out with a with a nice plaster cast on. Unfortunately, she's um, broken her ankle. She's had um, surgery already, two pins in it, but she was a real, real hope for us, wasn't she, in? Sure. I mean, I wouldn't say you know, no one's like nailed on for a medal, but um, you know, she she's had a lot of uh, podium results, and you know, she's only twenty. She missed. She just missed out on the last games. Um, I'm sure she'll be back the next time round. She's a very kind of uh, a level-headed uh, type of person. Seems to be dealing with it pretty well, but she must be you know gutted having gone all the way out there, and I think she's she's already flown back to the UK as well. You know, interestingly, I was watching. Um, I was watching the snow, um, snow jump, ski jump, snow jump, the ski jump two days before the Olympics, and it was an elimination. So seven people got knocked out before the opening ceremony. Would you turn up if that was you? <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Still turn up. Get a picture of yourself. Yeah, in the, yeah, yeah exactly. you're right. You're right. What was I thinking? Um, what about Andrew Musgrave? Uh, well, Andrew Musgrave apparently didn't turn up to the opening ceremony because he thought it was too cold. But that's how it's been reported. I think that's a little harsh. I mean, he competes in endurance events and he decided rather than standing around in the cold for an hour or two hours or three hours or however that long the athletes were out there, he'd be better off putting his feet up in in bed and um, you know I don't blame him uh, for that so if you read somewhere in your paper it says that we didn't go because it was cold um, you know ignore it you stick to your guns Andrew stay in bed relax you've got a big week ahead yeah exactly you don't see you know Mo Farah didn't go to the opening ceremony of the uh, Summer Olympics did he I don't think yeah mate check 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 facts <laughs> Check facts later, but uh, I'm pretty sure you know that's that's not the case. So don't worry about it, Andrew. Here's another interesting fact. I don't know if you saw this story. Um, there was, um, uh, I think it was a ran. So at the opening ceremony, every athlete has been given a free Samsung 8 right. S8 Galaxy phone. Is um, that a good one? Uh, yeah, it's like the best phone that Samsung make, and commemorative okay. edition for the Olympics. So it's probably got a nice cover on it. Apart from the people of Iran who weren't allowed to receive it because it would um, it would go against the trade embargo that the the Americans have put on Korean people giving away um, luxury goods to um, Iranians. That is so ridiculous, isn't it? Absolutely ridiculous. I, I just found that story quite interesting. But let's move on. What about our snowboarders last night? Last night, um, or this morning, whichever time um, scale yeah. we're going on. Um, we had Jamie Nichols, we had Billy Morgan, and um, we also had, I always forget his name, Rowan Cortis. Yeah. He was, um, they're all competing in the, the, the big, um, the snow style um, events, and it didn't go very well, did it, Ian? No, I mean, none of them qualified from the uh, from the heats for tomorrow's final. Uh, and the closest was, was Jamie Nichols, but essentially, you know, they all, they all put down, you know, average, well, you know, reasonable runs for the first run. And then when they went for it a little bit more in the second run, they all took a, a, a tumble and, and therefore didn't go through. I think the, the one possibly who, who might have felt it got away from them a bit is Jamie Nichols, who came sixth uh, in uh, Sochi. 
And, you know, if you listen to the commentary, I mean, Ed Lee clearly thought he deserved, I think he got 71. He deserved a better score than a 71. Um, if he'd been in one of the heats with 71, uh, I think he would have got through to the uh, final. So, but, you know, that's where it goes. It's one of those competitions. It's not the time. It's, it's a score that you're given across the board. And he did, if you look at it, on his uh, first run, he did actually put his hands down to, to balance them, and I guess that's where it got taken away. But you know, all three of them uh, will be back for the snowball big air, so they get a second a second chance, and you know, they can maybe chill out for a week and enjoy themselves. Yeah, it's on the 21st of February, the big air, if you um, want to see them back in action. Um, so that's pretty much a good roundup of what's happened last night, especially for Team GB and uh, the opening ceremony. And that um, just leaves us to tell you what's going to be happening for you to catch up with um, uh, today or tonight or tomorrow morning, whichever time scale you're on. Ian, what have we got? What's coming up? Uh, well, later on today, we've got short track speed skating. So Elise Christie will be in action. And she is, you know, if she didn't win... Hoping not to be disqualified. <laughs> if she didn't win, um, you know, at least one medal... That would be a huge disappointment. You know, there's a good chance you'll win two medals and there's, you know, they could be, they could be gold coloured. So, um, you know, that should be interesting. And then, you know, in the middle of the night, um, we've got the, the, the blue ribbon event, the men's downhill between 2am and 4am. And uh, Amy Fuller will be trying to qualify in the, uh, the women's slope style snowboarding competition uh, around the same sort of time. Wonderful. Are you staying up all night, Ian? Are you pulling an all-nighter for this night? Uh, no. <laughs> Big Saturday, they're calling no, it. I'm, you know, I'm not so interested in the in the downhill. I think that's best viewed uh, on catch-up. But, you know, when we get to, I think for the ski slope style at finals, that could be one to watch. And, and so that will be when I'm, uh, I'm going to you know, stay up uh, through the night and pack myself full of caffeine and wave my Union Jack around. And then, then wake up on the sofa drooling and be disappointed you missed the whole the whole thing. Brilliant. Smashing. All right. Uh, well, that's our roundup for today. Thank you very much for listening. Um, I'm going to be back tomorrow. Ian's running a marathon, so he won't be joining me. And then we'll be doing our best to giving you these deep insights throughout the entire two weeks of the Games. Thank you very much, right, Ian. Cheers. Catch you next time.